Hello, Feliz Navidad. Hello, Feliz Navidad, Michael. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Hello. I'm really giving you the the shimmies. Christmas is way over and you're still on the Christmas cheer. Well, it's not like so, like you still got your Christmas tree up. Oh, oof, outed. Yeah, but I'm not, you know, telling people Merry Christmas. It's over. <laughs> That's what you Me- say to people whenever they say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. You're like, it's over. It's over. Move on. <laughs> it's holidays, not happy. <laughs> well, okay. Um. Uh. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks for Hi. calling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I uh, I've been meaning to not uh, have conflict, and I we started off with conflict. Is that one of your New Year's resolutions? Hmm. No. I said. I told my boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. I was like, "Hey, in 2023, I'm not gonna fight." And he laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's a hard one i mean you gotta start small right with the resolutions you gotta like keep it simple like um one of mine is to scare birds less oh you love that yeah well also sometimes i just can't help it you know i'm walking especially with susan and then all of a sudden i'm scaring all the birds and yeah i feel like i need to like be more mindful of the space i take up yeah, you both be scaring birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you hear my dog drinking water? Yeah. It's so loud. <laughs> yeah. Well, bugs got to drink water. Stay hydrated. Yeah. That's how her skin stays so stretchy. Oh, is it? Yeah. You don't know. You're not a doctor. Um, anyway, is this yes. a good time to chat? Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm steaming, um, my Christmas wrapping paper so I can use it again next year. Oh, genius. Do you, you steam, you don't iron? Iron would burn it, I guess. Yeah, I steam it. Yeah, mm. I steam it. That's super smart. Well, uh, I'm glad you answered because I've been meaning to talk to you about um joke writing (laughs) (laughs) okay we never talk about it well yeah it's like uh you're not supposed to it's just you know the process how we do it i mean Mm -hmm. i think we both know how we do it Mm -hmm. but right a little cricket in our hat that (laughs) that tells us what to say yeah um but i thought it'd be fun to like joke right um talk about joke right writing and then maybe write a joke maybe one joke that we can (laughs) write together (laughs) wow there's a lot of pressure Uh... (laughs) if we can leave this conversation with one joke Well, okay. Well, you're lucky you got in under the wire because one of my New Year's resolutions is stop joking around and get serious. 
Oh no. Yeah. 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 So um you we only have like three more days to oh, be shit. fucking around with jokes. And I'm then into I'm it. <laughs> I'm gonna be serious, Michael, for 2023. Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah. <laughs> no more. So get jokes. ready. No more jokes. Okay. Well, let's let's cram it in, get our last hurrahs out of the way and then the mm-hmm. rest of our conversations for 2023 will be very serious topics dry no conflict dry. no jokes no conflict no jokes very like the you're calling into delilah and mm. i'm taking requests <laughs> um please uh be respectful and keep your requests um very neutral Mm-hmm. Uh, and no funny business. No funny business, just sadness and neutrality. <laughs> Next season, <laughs> I'm not busy is going to be re- rebranding to no funny business <laughs> yeah. with Michael and Vanessa. I don't think we could do that if we tried. <laughs> well, you know, not with that attitude. Um, yeah. Um, okay, well, let me turn off the steamer so um, uh, everything doesn't get too moist. Um, and then I'm ready to talk about joke rating. Okay. All right. Vanessa, I'm nervous about this. You know, I don't Why? really write. I don't write jokes. Yes, you do. No, no, no. You like not. Re- I was I... just talking to Sam about this. Really? That's so funny. Um, because I think I think of you as a writer and a joke writer, and I feel like we've written jokes so many times together. But I, I think, think, yeah. I know what you're saying. I think with like your stand up set, which also like always just blows me away when I watch you. Ow. You have so many funny jokes, but I'm like, this bitch is just off the cuff in it. Mm-hmm. And and it's like the super which is like uh I think that makes such like strong stand-ups that when when people are able to like you know take like a small like you have an idea of a premise but Mm -hmm. then to see you like live like working it out and like it's it's like this confidence and this it just takes like a knowing like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna like find the thing you know (laughs) you know um what's funny is it's not actually i mean i guess there's the confidence of like using the mic and blah blah it takes confidence to do stand up at all but it's often like blind fugue state like if it whenever i'm like riffing and i'm like i don't know is that a thing i don't know are you upset and (laughs) um but yeah i don't feel like i it's actually been interesting to watch you as you grow um, and like coming from like an improv sketchy place, mm-hmm. then into this more like loose stand up place. And as you've started to get more um, professional stand up gigs, how you've tight, how you've had to tighten everything 
and mm -hmm. like it's almost like you can kind of rearrange your set and you know what the blocks of like how long is each joke and you can like really see it like a schedule and mm -hmm. like I couldn't I don't think I could do that because I haven't taken the time to be like mm, this joke is this long this joke is this long um and so I'm always really impressed with the way that like once you start working in like the professional capacity and stand up, how you can kind of be like, mm, oh, I'll move this around. And yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like it's to me, like uh, it was cause I, I moved to LA and cause I, I prefer to be like loosey goosey and not really like, I don't really like saying the same jokes over and over again. And I right. think that's where we connect. Cause it's like, it's boring. You're like, I did this show. These jokes went well, well now I want to say something else, you know? Um, but it was like, it was because. I moved to LA and then I realized like, oh, they don't give you as much time as they do here in Austin. Like you get four minutes, five minutes, you know, it's like shorter sets. So then I'd have to be like, oh shit, I really have to like put something together. Right. As opposed to like, oh, you're giving me just 10, 20 minutes to be free, mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what's funny is I don't I think a lot of people think oh 20 30 minutes that's hard but I think in my mindset longer sets mm -hmm. because sometimes people are like oh do you have 30 and it's like I think the harder question is do you have a good 5 right because mm -hmm. a good 5 is so to have an arc and to have a whole like oh, I'm going to get three or four jokes in here and it's going to have like a closer insanity mm -hmm. to me. Insanity. Yeah. Because I it's know. like, you have to be so, you have to like think about brevity. You can't go too fast because you want mm -hmm. everyone to hear everything. And so it's like, everything is so selected. Whereas mm -hmm. like, I'm like, give me 20, 30 minutes. And I'm like, it'll be funny. Like, we'll get <laughs> right. there. Like, right. we'll have these oh. moments. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that, you know, it, it's hard. And I think for both of us, being funny in a shorter amount of time has never been like, because we started improv together. And I think that's where we both really found like, our legs, our voices in comedy. And mm. I think we were known for in our like duo of like, how slow and steady our our scene work was like we start off like you know establishing who we are and then we like and then we get to the funny and when it's funny it's like oh shit and I mm -hmm. think that's how we've kind of approached stand-up too it's like well let me get y'all settled in let me tell you about me and then you know like we I think we're both like story um tellers and writers and that we we like a little more time we're not we're not yeah. like set up punchline type comics <laughs> no I, yeah, I definitely feel like it's like a more storytelling tradition when mm -hmm. i think that both of us like almost i would say like 90 percent of our jokes are based in like reality and like mm -hmm. you know it's like it's often yeah. 
it's not not a lot of lying you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it's like maybe not even that much exaggerating it's like it's it's pretty much like this is what's real going out in my mm -hmm. life and then this is maybe my absurd perspective on it um because right. like yeah yeah i feel like all all of your material like you're being vulnerable you're like not necessarily making fun of yourself but you're like they're genuine like thoughts that you have about you know whatever's going on in your life that is just so funny and and, and that's what makes it relatable because I think sometimes comedians are afraid to really be real or you know that or they they want to hide behind or or like curate what they're putting out and not for real talk about shit you know that they're going I through yeah i was actually talking to sam um i have a sam uh <laughs> about this yesterday where we were having drinks with some friends and we were like talking about different aspects of our relationship and afterwards we like stepped away and we were like oh was that okay to like talk about it like so openly and i think that it is so important to me both in comedy but like in general to be fairly transparent in the sense where it's sort of like i don't want to live a life where like i feel like i super have to like hide like the reality of like you know or, or like kind of like frame the things that are going on in a way i feel like social media does that to us where we're like oh we really need to curate 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 like Sure. But I think in stand-up, I'm like, I don't know. This is who I am. Like, what? Like, yeah. I'm barely getting paid. Why would I lie to you? Like, <laughs> <Right>. why? <laughs> well, why am I making up this whole, like, life or, you know? Yeah, I don't know. And, and then it's like, I think not to, like, shit on comics that can do it. Because I think that's really hard. And I wish I was better at joke punchline joke punchline mm -hmm. i think my life would be way easier if i can like write in that way but i always feel like well why would i talk about that topic if it like i'm just not connected to it or it has nothing to do with me you know if it's like a headline or you know something that everyone's talking about yeah i think it's interesting to do in like little doses right and to like play around with and but it's like you shouldn't if you're gonna do stand-up or i guess if you're gonna do anything right mm -hmm. it's like ideally you're not doing it you're not strictly doing what you think you're supposed to do all right, right. it's like it, anything that you're gonna do especially in the arts or like the creative spheres, it's like figure it's got to be whatever feels most authentic to you. Um, Cause otherwise, and it's just going to be, it's already work and it's already like the success level is so low. And then, mm -hmm. and then you also have to like be living this like sort of like false life of being like, I'm going to force myself into this frame. It's like, well, why? 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 Yeah. It's funny. Cause like, it's I think most stand-ups have like ego and and uh are narcissists, you know, to an extent. I mean but you gotta I be a think, little bit. Yeah, but I think that the to me at least, the stand-up that I connect with most is like I don't see ego or you know, like I, I see more just like vulnerability and like that's what I connect to at least.
Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I think that anything that puts you in front of a microphone, right, there's like, there is a bit of narcissism inherently in there because you're like, or or like that line between narcissism and confidence where you're like, you know what, mm -hmm. I, and sometimes it's false, like sometimes you have to build it up and you're like, I mean, sure. we've talked about this before with like, um, imposter syndrome and mm -hmm. where like you're like mm, who cares what i have to say or like why yeah. does my voice matter but you almost have to construct a little bit of narcissism to be like no my voice is important mm -hmm. and it does right. matter you, you sometimes <laughs> have to build it sometimes it comes naturally to some people right um but i think yeah, yeah. The, the level of it is different like can you be vulnerable can you you know take the piss out of yourself can you admit to being like a flawed person um yeah and like i've seen like all types of stand-up work like even if it's not um specifically like my type of comedy the room will be like living for it and i'm like well there you go like there's audiences for all types of comedy i think for sure yeah um but i wanted to ask you like what you know when you get a seed of like an idea that you want to talk about on stage like what what is usually like is it a feeling or what about like a premise you're like oh this i want to talk about this what usually like draws you to it um i think this is going to sound rote or trite or something, but it's probably just like living, right? And you're like going about your day. And mm -hmm. I think once you, once I start, once I started thinking of like improv and sketches and things like that, mm -hmm. then it sort of like ch feels like it changed the lens with which I viewed the world. Because um, I think when I was younger, I was silly as a defense mechanism. And then mm -hmm. as I started being like, mm, I'm going to try to do this for real, it's like you look, you're like, throughout your life you were kind of like oh is this is this funny and it can go to this toxic place right where everything's a bit and like so it's mm -hmm. like keeping it back a little but um right, like recently, right. recently i started talking about uh polyamory more on stage mm -hmm. and i think the seed of that was um how no one knows what they're doing and we mm -hmm. we sort of talked about this but like the idea that like we are in a culture where it's like everyone if you're into something you have to be the expert on it and then you have to make content about the thing that you're into and so like i've been like joking that as, as soon as i became as soon as i was like in a polyamorous <laughs> relationship i suddenly felt like i had to be like an influencer and be <laughs> yeah. like hi guys welcome to my polyamorous <laughs> life okay right so today, and it's like, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And so yeah. um, it's been, I've been like, I, there wasn't really a bit there, but I just mm -hmm. sort of been like, I'm going to, you know, <laughs> you know, in American Beauty, when she's like, I will sell this house today. <laughs> yes. um, it's like that where I'm like, before I get on stage, and I'm going to do a new bit. I'm like, I will talk about this today. Like, you know, and I'm like, so I just get up there and I'm like, okay. I'm in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Let's get into it. And then yeah. I just try to be honest and like find yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's what I do too. It's like, it's, it's whenever I think your brain 
like points out like oh my god like this is silly like people there's like a expectation that people have of this and I am not meeting it whatsoever <laughs> so let me talk about that <laughs> yeah like I, I I think that it's like figuring out you know this doesn't make sense I feel like or like this doesn't yeah. quite this this is a weird or this expectation is insane or uh -huh. um like i think i i have like a bit that i've been doing that i really like where it's like people assuming that i'm into like kinky sex and i'm actually yeah. like i actually need things to be like pretty mellow for me uh -huh. to feel sexy and i talk about like having a cozy fetish and and then i was just like what what do you need to feel sexy? And I was like, this is so silly. So just say all the right. things that you need. Right. <laughs> and like the idea of like getting the room ready for sex and be like, okay, turn on a fan. It's too quiet. Okay. Put right. on TV. Well, no, no, no. Not something that we want to watch. Like something we've already watched. And like, right. <laughs> yeah, like you have to do all of these things. And Right. It's so calculated. But in the movies, we just see like, people passionately like start kissing and knocking shit over in their house and it's like has anyone ever done that really? well i would just i would be so upset i would be so, i would like we're you're literally knocking my stuff over yeah like if someone <laughs> threw everything off my desk i'd be like oh my god what the fuck is your problem <laughs> like, at work imagine like at work yeah <laughs> Like you're gonna get me in trouble. What's he doing? <laughs> this is a cubicle. A lot of like several people use this. Right. <laughs> I know it's community. Full cup um, of coffee. Oh my god. <laughs> I know it's it's so funny, and I think that's where like I think we both like to kind of shine a light on like our reality. That's not, you know, what people expect and um, what we see in the movies, because it's not that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that also people often mistake. I think people often think of, like, view you one way. And I think com comedy, especially if you're honest with it, is a way to be like, I'm not exactly you know i'm not exactly who you think i am i'm not necessarily as confident as you think i am um right. like or like also it's like being like there's a way of welcoming someone into your mental illness and also being like you too <laughs> yeah like and i think that that's like a laugh can be like a laugh can be like oh that's like what a stupid thing you just said but i feel like mm -hmm. so often a laugh is like oh uh, no like drag me like that's like <laughs> just like yeah do you think that you can teach someone how to write a joke i mean we both taught like a shit ton of improv so i guess in a way yeah i think improv is different cuz you kind of you're teaching people like how to kind of find their own funny but i feel like how to write a joke i'm like i don't know <laughs> well <laughs> the is thing is so funny because we've been doing it for 14 years <laughs> i think that's what like well, that's why i was like saying to sam is i don't know if i write jokes mm -hmm. because almost every bit that i have and like every bit that i do it starts out as riffing and like right. you know it's like it, i sandwich new work in between bits that i've already riffed on earlier and mm -hmm. then 
I, as I riff on them on shows after show after show, it starts to write. It's, it, I do it almost like improv. It's just like if you did the same improv scene over and over again, it would eventually become a sketch. And I feel like that's right. how that's yeah. how it is. Is like, oh, if I just do the same riff over and over again, it'll yeah. eventually become a joke. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's how, like, if we bantered and bantered enough, I'd feel like we would help each other find and we have before like I feel like that's what we do is like we banter and banter and we're like oh that's funny like you make you make me say funny things and I feel like I make you say funny things so we like help yeah well and I think that that's like like writing joke writing is interesting because I feel like it's one of those things that doesn't really happen in isolation like like writing a novel or something it's like you often like have to take space to yourself but I feel like if you're not like living your life and like in that was like an interesting thing about like you know the height of uh COVID and why it was so impactful socially and emotionally for comedians is because if a comedian's not living and not doing shit it's like the well dries up mm. like the well if right. you aren't having some sort of like experiences right. yeah or because yeah it is if you don't shake things up or if you just kind of get caught in the same mundane thing then yeah. you're like yeah i don't have anything to pull from when I think that's what was so interesting and like um such a big moment with like Bo Burnham's inside is because mm. it was like, oh, okay, you distilled the well drying up. Yeah. And, yeah. And and that was like and that was like why people why it was such like a sort of remarkable achievement to be like, because for the most part, if folks were isolating and folks were like really following the guidelines everyone was just sort of depressed and it wasn't funny. <laughs> and like, and <laughs> yeah. Ro, Burnham, Ro Burnham was able to kind of turn that depression into something that was relatable and funny. And I think that's why right. people were like, wow, hat trick. You really did it. <laughs> Ta-da. Right. Yeah. 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 It's so true. I feel like, I don't know if you ever done this, but sometimes I don't want to like go to things or do things, but I'll just tell myself like, bitch just do it maybe you'll get a joke out of it like like i don't want to go to this baby shower but i'm gonna go and hopefully <laughs> some material maybe. that's actually yeah that's very funny to be like i'm here for the bits like right i'm just trying to look for bits i'm not really enjoying myself <laughs> i'm bit mining bit mining not yeah. coin like bit bit jokes <laughs> Um, Bitcoin mining. Yeah, I mean, I think, I I think I do like. I think I do push myself to leave the house, which is often hard because not mm. so much. I guess also it's not not just bits, but I think that I'm like as hard it is as it is to be part of the world sometimes whenever I'd be like really happy to like curl up with comic books at home is I feel mm -hmm. like that's the only way that like I have perspective and like it's so it's like writing or joke writing or mm -hmm. um like any sort of like creative endeavor I've got to see people and things and hear shit because uh, I don't, I actually don't think I'm so creative that I can just like invent something out of nothing you know what I mean right. I think 
I think I'm a reactive writer. I think I like mm -hmm. I um and I think there's some people, right? And like like uh where they just create and like it's just like their imagination is completely like uh self-driven but i don't think that is mine i think i think i'm quite reactive and like need stimulus to like have an interesting thought oh yeah i i feel the same way i um i learned really quickly like when i moved to la and i started going to meetings and stuff like i would go with like my like one idea and they're like, well, what else do you have? And like, after a while, it's like, oh, yeah, you have to go in with like five, six, seven ideas. And I'm like, well, but I have the one, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, and it's like based off my life for truth or whatever. And they're like, OK, but like, what else? Uh -huh. They're like, yeah, your life, we don't, we got it. What else do you have? And I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's all I have is my life. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting with sort of like rejection of something that like feels um, intrinsically you and you're just sort of like, so you don't like me. Okay, well here, okay. Um, <laughs> let me get, let me get all my papers. Those are your right. papers. I'm taking them too. Give me your papers. I got to yeah. go. <laughs> Let me see what else I have uh, in my diary that I keep. <laughs> Maybe there's something else in here. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, yeah. I was watching this TikTok recently, and uh, Billie Eilish um, was explaining how her and Phineas uh, mm -hmm. composite songs. Did you see that one? No, but I was going to say, like, I, f I wonder what's harder to write a song or write a joke. Songwriting seems crazy. Yeah. Well, especially if you're like writing a hit joke, I guess. I don't know. Because like a but song I has a hook. I mean, and mm -hmm. songs, like I feel like jokes are almost more niche than songs. Like ever. most sure. people like songs. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And getting people to remember a whole joke is That's like right. <laughs> yeah cuz like no one ever tells the joke right later no, they're like i don't know she does it different talk, talking <laughs> about selena and how she looks like the lady that killed her <laughs> yeah I, she said it different I, you know yeah, yeah. i'm not doing it right um mm. but she was billy eilish was talking about how they comp the song and so they were going through her song happier than ever and it's made up of like 80 different recordings but they so it's like Whoa. yeah like this three seconds is from one take this three seconds no. from another take yeah and then she's like new take new take different take different take different take different take different take and then they composite it all together to make the best version of the song oh my and God. and this this is pretty common in like in like mm. mu pop music and stuff like that where um uh, and it's like a lot of work and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking that's often how I think a lot of joke writing for me happens mm. is like what the final product is like after a bit's been done like 80 times. Like right. I've sort of like combined all of the different versions of it to be like, mm, I like this tag better and this intro. Mm -hmm. And I like this ad lib that's not really an ad lib because now I've done it. 80 times, right. but I've got to make it seem like an ad lib for the joke to work. Mm. Right, and, right. 
Yeah, that's what I I feel like with each time I do the joke, I try to say it different each time or kind of find a new thing in it because it does it gets like I think especially at the starting off phases where I'm like, oh, there's something there, but I need to really keep playing with it. And mm-hmm. and I, I think the only way for me to do that is like on stage and like kind of using the audience as like, a, am I hotter or colder? Where am I going? Yeah, I mean, I'll often do like often at least one iteration of a bit that I've been enjoying will will turn into crowd work where mm. I'll one time or two times when I do it, I'll try to like involve the audience or ask a question within the bit or see. So that way I can see if there's, it's like, yeah, write some of this joke for me. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. like, give <laughs> yeah, me, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, this isn't always going to be a crowd work bit, but like, give me something right. like, yeah. Right. Give me something. Yeah. Give me something. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Um, but I think you do write jokes. You do. Even though you, you think do. You, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's but just But you like, do it in your own way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cuz yeah, I uh it's you were trying we were trying to write a joke earlier based off a headline. Mm. And I think it was like, I think we found some funny stuff, but we're just like, uh, like, it's not a joke that we're like excited about, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, you can write, you can figure out how to write a joke about whatever if you need to, but if you're not passionate about the subject matter, it's, it's going to be like, okay, let's, let's. Yeah, this, 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 this is a joke. Uh, yeah. But you're not like, ooh, I've got to talk about this. Right. I remember last year, um, or was it during, because like every year we do year in review for in Austin and we got to mm-hmm. write jokes based on headlines. And I feel like this year I can't really like find any headlines that like excite me. And I was like, oh, I remember in like, it was either last year or the year before when um, I had a headline about a blow-up doll who, um, or a guy married his blow-up doll and, and it, it like stopped working and he got sad or something like that. But uh-huh. I don't, I don't even remember the joke, but I just remember reading that headline. I'm like, this excites me. <laughs> <laughs> this calls to me um and there's i I can't find a headline like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like you've got to like you got to find like sort of like florida man style headlines yeah because like some people can work with it and be like "Mm, landslide in this place kills 70 and somebody can make that a joke not me somebody yeah yeah it's like I don't know. Uh, it's just like, I'm right. not, this isn't going to work out for me. Like if I try right. to make this a joke, it's not, no one's going to, no one's going to be happy. Someone maybe right. can nail the landing of making a joke about something really like upsetting or like awful. Mm. But, and that's hard. Cause like, you know, we live in a rough era and, you mm-hmm. know, although, I mean, I think that it would be really fun. Like, I think you would be a great daily show correspondent or something. Like I think, <laughs> I think if you were put in the place, I wasn't writing the jokes. (laughs) Well, but I think that that's like that's you take that voice, right? Like if you're like 
if you're tasked with writing about the news and you're like, I'm not a news lady, then you just have to bring that into the jokes right. of like, you know, being like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm just gonna say the news. <laughs> Maybe instead of the daily show, I should just be a news anchor for real. <laughs> Skip the daily show. Yeah. Like, um, no jokes. I'm just gonna read the headlines. I could do that. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not good at reading either. <laughs> yeah yeah but um i don't know do you think how do we write a joke how moral the story (laughs) moral the story we don't know how to write jokes (laughs) um you know uh uh. (laughs) okay we you can get back to me um, I feel it's like... okay if I don't. I like. <laughs> no, I'll be checking in every week. Oh, okay, progress reports. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I I feel like um we're gonna keep joke writing together, mm. and we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll write down uh, jokes at some point. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, you know, I what's funny. Like, so rarely are my jokes written out word for word, even after I've done them for Same. years and years. And then every Same. once in a while, I'll, like, try to put them all down in a notebook. And I'm like, oh, this is so many words. This is like, my hand is tired. It's almost like I don't like it anymore. Once I have to write it out, I'm like, I don't want, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. I, um, I know a lot of comedians like record themselves Mm -hmm. and like listen to it and watch it back and and i think that is like a useful tool i can't do it i actually i so rarely do it and every once in a while i'll be doing a show and someone else will have a camera going because like some of these comedians out here they're like i film every set i bring my tripod i bring my camera they're like, yeah. yeah, like I am, I've got 40,000 followers on TikTok. I'm like, oh, right. okay. And they're like, I am doing this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, 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 bitch, like do it. But if they have the camera there, I'm like, do you, do you want to film me? Do you mind? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll Venmo you 20 bucks. And so that's like essentially how I get videos of my stand up to go back over. But it's so, you know, here and there, hither and thither. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I know it's just hard for me to like um, watch myself and I feel like what it's excites me about stand-up like I get most excited about saying something new or even like surprising myself but if it's like a script that I've said over and over and over again then I don't look forward to it I'm like oh I'm just doing this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's why i try to like even with old jokes i'm like they're never done Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah there's always like ways to like augment and twist them and that's almost exclusively for myself like Mm -hmm. if i'm gonna do you know this bit this old bit again because it works as a good closer i'm like well i've got to say something different otherwise i'm gonna blow my brains out on this stage and no one's gonna (laughs) laugh um yeah so you gotta like you gotta futz with it you gotta futz with it yeah Um, well 
Well, um, I I kind of knew. I knew when I um, was going to say, we'll write a joke. We wouldn't. So, <laughs> you know, I, I it felt like a threat. Um, and <laughs> it is. Yeah, a, a um, holiday but... threat. But I love you. And I love I you. Enjoyed our combo. I know our little. We we had like a little red table talk about doing comedy. We did, and never again. Never again. <laughs> it were this is these are our last episodes about comedy starting okay. in the new year. Well, wait, these are going to come out in the new year. We're already fucking it up. Oh shit. Well, um, all right. Okay. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. <laughs> I will sell this house today.